Okay, so today's daf is Shabbos daf Lamed. We are a little behind. We are up to the story of Oven Sipira. So Oven Sipira is about 12 lines from the bottom. The first word of the line is bias of base nidzet. This reason name, the next word is oven. So the reason why the Gemara gets into this is because we mentioned a story of someone seeing uh, that that there was a house, the, the bias of nidzet. They would use a cracked egg with oil in it, and they would use it as their lamp. Although the Mishnah said one cannot do that, perhaps you're going to use some of the olive oil for your salad dressing on Shabbos. It seems like in the house of Nidzeh, they did it. So this person assumed that because the Chachamim did not object, it must be the hell that was mutter. Then the Gemara said, well, no, the reason why it didn't object is because base Nidzeh was different. This reason him they were Zaras. So once we mention some stories, the Gemara is going to mention another story. So Avin Sipaira, there was a, uh, a place of Avin Sipaira in the, in the, from the town of Sipaira. Gadar Safsala Elisa de Shesha. He is dragging a bench on a marble floor. Now, shouldn't be any problems on, on Shabbos. It might be annoying, you know, in Shul when the guy is moving that chair. Maybe we miss Shul now, so we don't, we don't care that much. But that dragging of a bench on the marble floor, it shouldn't be a problem. But he's doing it. I'm sorry, where are we up to, Rabbi? We are one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. About 15 lines from the bottom of Chavtes Amad Beis. Oven Sipira. So Oven, this guy, Oven from Sipira, Garar Safsla Bilisa de Shaisha. He was dragging this bench on a marble floor. Le'elam Rav Yitzhak ben Elazar, right in front of Rav Yitzhak ben Elazar. Okay, so what happened? Amalei, so Rav Yitzhak ben Elazar tells Evan Sipira, he tells him, Ishtuki if I'm quiet and I let you go, do what you're doing. Like my friends, Rav Tarfin, yesterday's daf, the story where they didn't say anything to the base Nidzeh when they were lighting this contraption of the egg shell with the olive oil. So nothing mine chorba. What happened was someone thought it was mutter for everyone. So if I don't tell you to not drag the bench on the marble, people are going to think it's always mutter to drag benches, even when it's not marble, even when it's on dirt, which is a problem of of plowing the dirt on Shabbos. So therefore, Gzeira Elisa de Shesha, he made a Gzeira, or he thought he objected, a Gzeira, for the, uh, the floor, of marble floor, that don't drag a bench, out to Elisa da Alma, in order that a person should refrain from dragging a bench on a regular, typical floor. That's the story. There's a lot to discuss. We're going to keep going because we have a lot to cover. Reish Kanishta the Batra, another story. So Reish Kanishta, the Gabai of the Shul in Batra, in this place of Batra, the Shamish, the Gabai. So Gadar Safsala, he was dragging a, a bench. In front of Rabbi Yirmi Arabba. So Amalei, so Rabbi Yirmi Arabba asked the Gabai, what are you doing? Come on, who do you hold like? There's a famous Machlekes in Shas, which we're going to mention now for the next few lines. And we'll get to this dozens of times throughout Shas, there's a concept of a Dover Shein Mishavin, a person has no intention of violating the Malacha. Let's say you open a fridge, you don't care if the light goes on, goes off, I just need to get my milk for my coffee. So you open the fridge, the light goes on. It's a Dover Shein Mishavin, I had no intention of turning on the light. Machlikes, Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbi Shimon. Rabbi Yehuda holds, Dover Shein Mishavin is Aser. Rabbi Shimon holds, 
it is mutter. Now, the, the case that I gave you might be a bad case, because if you know for sure it's going to happen, there's a concept of mutter Rab Shimon. Rab Shimon agrees, dipsik reishev. It's automatically going to happen. You cut off a chicken's head. How do you, how, is that going to die? Of course it's going to die. You open the fridge, you know for sure the light's going to go on. So that's called mutter Rab Shimon, dipsik reishev. Well, let's say I don't know, or I'm walking down the street, I don't know if something's going to go on. A motion detector, cameras, davar sheinim eschavin is mutter according to Rab Shimon, usher according to Rab Yehuda. So when a person is dragging a bench, What's his point? His kavana is, I want to transport the bench from point A to point B. Does he have any intention of plowing the field, of moving dirt? Zero. So it's a davar shenem eschavin. So this person, this gabai, is dragging the bench. So Rabbi Yirmiya, Rabba, asks him, Kiman, who do you hold like when it comes to davar shenem eschavin? Do you hold like Kreb Shimin and its mutter? Or do you hold like... Rabbi Huda, so if you're like Rabbi Shimon, Amar, maybe I would say that may, maybe the Amar Rabbi Shimon, did Rabbi Shimon say, Amar the Amar Rabbi Shimon, that a person's allowed to drag a bench, that's big doylem. When it's a very large bench and there's too much of a tircha to pick it up, that's when you could say, I'm dragging the bench, Dover Shainim is and it's mutter. However, because because the layafsha, because it's impossible to start to start picking up the big bench. But Biketanim, by a small bench or a small chair, me Omar, did Rab Shimon say it's mutter to drag the bench when you could pick it up instead? Who said that Rab Shimon would be makel? So that's the shita of Rab Yirmiya Rabba, Upliga de Ula. Now this argues on Ula. The Omar Ula, Ula said, the machlaikas between Rabbi Hud and Rab Shimon is the other way. It's dafka Biketanim. The whole machlaikas is when it's a small bench. That's when Rabbi Yehuda says it's Usr. But Abel Begdoyim, when it's a very large bench and it's impossible to pick it up, even Rabbi Yehuda would agree that as long as you don't have Kavana to plow, uh, it will be Mutter. So Abel Begdoyim, Tivriyah Kol Mutters. This is Machlekes Rabbah, uh, Rabbi Yemiah Rabbah, and Ula. Now we're going to go through this quickly because this is just stories that Gemara happens to bring. This is Yisoyedi Stika Gemaras. We'll discuss it later on in the proper sugya. So we're just uh, jumping through it. So that's the, the two sheet is either it's Dafka by Katarim, that's the Machlaika says, or Dafka Bigdoilam. So Mesa Rav Yosef, Rav Yosef asked the following question. Rav Shimon Oimer, the, the source for the Brisa, the, 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 Brisa, the Brisa source of Rav Shimon, which says, Gaira Adam, a person that could drag, Mita, a bed, Kisei, a chair, a safsal on a bench. According to Rav Shimon, you're allowed to drag this. As long as you don't have Kavana to make a hole, to make a groove, no problem, you're allowed to, you're allowed to drag it. So, Katani Gedalim told me something large, a bed. The Katani Gedalim told me a chair as well. So, obviously, don't tell me either Ula or Abba or, or Yemi or Abba, you're incorrect. The Rabbi Shimon discusses everything. Gar Adamita Kisivisavsal. Right? Katani Gedalim, the Katani Gedalim, the Kashua Tavai. It's a Kashua on both Rabbi Yosi, Rabbi Yemi or Abba, and Ula. So the Gemara says they could both have a taretz. Ula mataretz otamei. Ula could answer according to his reasoning. Rabbi Yemiya, Rabba mataretz otamei. Ula mataretz otamei. What does mita mean when it says bed? It means dumi the kisi. It's a small bed. It's not a very large bed. And that's the only time Rabbi Shimon, that's the only time Rabbi Yehuda would argue is when it's a small bed. But Rabbi Yehuda would agree that when it's a large bed, a person could, could carry it. A person could drag it. Rav Yirmiya Rabba Metaras Atameh Kisei Dumei Demita. When the Mishnah says, when the Bible says Kisei a cheer, it doesn't mean a small cheer. It means a large, 
fasted shir. So that's when the, that's when the Mishnah meant when it said kisim and dumya demita. Okay, so therefore we still have this machlekes. Comes along the Gemara, and this is going to sound a little familiar. The Gemara asked the bomb kasha on this discussion, and 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 we'll see the maskana. Mesev Raba Raba asked the following uh, kasha. There's a Mishnah in Kilayim talking about shatnes moichriksus, someone who's working in a suit store. So moichron kedarkon, you're allowed to sell the suits. The, the, the normal way, which means you're going to wear it. They used to wear the suit or the hats. They used to wear that as, as you know, they didn't have uh, racks. You wear it. You wear a nice suit. Do you want to buy the suit? Okay? So you're allowed to wear it, even though there's, there's shotness in it. You didn't get it checked. You're, wearing, you're selling a Yugo Boss suit, and the shotness in it. So the halach is, if you're selling the suit, no problem. Why? As long as you don't have kavana to have hanas levisha from it. How would you have hanas levisha? Let's say you're sitting in the sun, you're going to get a sunburn, and the suit or the shirt is protecting you from the sun. So there you're having kavana for levisha. So it'll be also. It's levisha's shotness. Uh, or uh, in the rainy season or the cold, it's keeping you dry. So that would be a problem because there you're having kavana for the begot. Fine, so that's the first part of this Mishnah in Kalayim. Vatsinuim, those that were more machmer, what would they do? They mafshilin bamakilachare, and they would put one end on a stick, on a uh, on a hook, and they would put their shoulder, put their hand in the other shoulder. So they weren't really wearing it. So instead of relying on this hatter that I don't have kavana, they figured, why should I be makol and say I don't have kavana for it? I'll, I'll be extra machmer and make sure that I'm really not wearing it. I'm having half of my show, half the shoulder on, on, on uh, suspended on a hook, and I'm wearing only half. So that's what the the tzinum used to do. Okay, mafshilun b'makalacharen. So what's the kash of In this case of shatnez, the evshilum ever This case, you see. The, the machmirim, they figured a way to avoid wearing shatnas. How did they figure out a way? By putting only one arm in the sleeve, and the other sleeve was, was suspended. So there is a way out of it. And still, and, and the chikatanim dummy, it should be the similar case of someone dragging a chair, where you can pick it up, lift it up, don't be lazy. And still says, it's mutter, right? As long as you had no kavana to enjoy the begot, to keep you warm, to keep you protected, Shari Rab Shimon Lechatchila, Rab Shimon says his mutter. He doesn't say, oh, you really should try to get it. He doesn't say that. He says mutter. So, Tiyufta, Rabbi it's a it's a bomb, Kashan on Rabbi Yemi Rabba, Tiyufta, and that's why we paskin. We paskin, you do not have to try to avoid. A dover shenim is as long as it's not a psigresha. If it's a psigresha, that's a different story. But as long as it's not a psigresha, we paskin a dover shenim is a hundred percent mutter. You didn't have kavana for it, according to Rab Shimon, no problem. Okay, so that's the end of this discussion. Now getting back to the main sugya at hand, which is bamem and the mishnayis of bamem and So we're talk, we're discussing different types of candles you could use. Now we're going to discuss the second part of candles, which is extinguishing candles. So we already started in the, la- the previous Mishnah. We discussed taking oil out of a, a existing candle. That would be a problem of being mechabe. So now we're going to discuss someone actually extinguish it. You're blowing out the candle on Shabbos. Let's say someone extinguishes a candle because he's afraid of nachrim, of non-Jews. So we're going to see in the Gemara what exactly they were going to do. Rashi explains that the Parsim, the Persians, this is the Talmud Bavli, uh, you know, in Bavel, they had a holiday, they only allowed candles in their temple. So 
if you were if you had candles lit by your windows or in your homes on this holiday, uh, they they would bother you. They would bother you. They might attack you. So therefore, a person lit his Friday, he lit his candles for Shabbos. Then he realizes, oh my gosh, it's, it's going to be dangerous. So he wants to be mechabe his ner. So he did it. He did it on Shabbos because he's afraid of the nachrim. Or the Pnei list him. He's afraid of thieves. They're going to see someone's home. They're going to try to mug them. Another reason why he, he extinguished his candle on Shabbos. Or Pnei Ruach Ra. He sees uh, different things. Ruach Ra. He's afraid. He wants to shut the lights. He doesn't see them anymore. And that's why he turns off his light. He extinguishes his candle. Or Someone who's sick wants to go to sleep and you turn off the lights. In all these cases, the Tanakhama holds Pater. That there's an Isra de Rabbanan, Pater but there's no Isra de Raisa to extinguish the candle in this situation. So we're going to see what exactly the Lamdus is in a few minutes. Kechasal let's say a person is nervous about his candle itself. Let's say it means the uh, your, your glass candle holder or the candle, the physical candles of it. You're afraid it's going to crack because it's so hot. Or kechasal Hashemin, you need the oil for next week. You're nervous about the oil. Or kechasal psila, you are nervous about the wick. You need the wick for next week. So chayev, in that situation, if you extinguish it, you're chayev achatos. A person will be chayev achatos for extinguishing it, being over one of the lamatas melachas of mechave. Comes along Rabbi Yossi. Rabbi Yossi says, poiter bekulun. Rabbi Yossi says, all these cases, you're, you're putter. Meaning there's no Isid Araisa to extinguish a candle for someone who wants to fall asleep. That's not the Isid Araisa. Except chutz minapsila. Except when you extinguish uh, a candle because you want the wick for next week. Because that is the malacha. Because through that, you're making it into a charcoal. You're making it into a good wick they can use next time. We mentioned this in the previous dafim that the second time you use the candle is easier. So that's the problem of Mechabe. So before we discuss the Gemara, Laman and Aleph, so we have to just speak out for a moment a fundamental machlekes in Masech Shabbos. This is called a malacha she'ena tzrich legufa. That someone is doing a malacha that is not needed for legufa. What does that mean? Either it means, like, like Toysa says, that it wasn't the... Okay. Um, either it means, like Toysa says, that it wasn't, it wasn't done for the purpose... That was done in the Mishkan. Rashi is a little broader translation that it, there's no ta'elis of it. You would be happy if you didn't need to do this malacha. You just need something. So this is called a malacha shenetzrich legufa. The, the easiest example to use, the Gemara uses this, is if someone digs a hole, but he doesn't need the hole. He digs a pit on Shabbos, but he needs dirt. He's collecting dirt, and he digs a hole on Shabbos. So you don't need the hole. You're not trying to plant something. I just needed dirt. So this is called the Malacha She'ina Tzricha Legufa. This is not the purpose of the Malacha. And we know in Masech to Shabbos, we know there's a concept of Malachas Machsheves Asr Torah, the Torah Asr, when he had Kavana for the specific Malacha, and therefore Rab Shimon holds, there's no Isr de Raisa. There would only be an Isr de Rabbanan. That is Shittas Rab Shimon. Rab Yehuda holds, no, Malacha She'ina Tzricha Legufa, even if you're doing it for a different, a different reason, it would still be a Isr de Raisa. Okay, now we're going to try to fit this machlekes into our sugya. Here we go. So the, the Gemara asks the following question. Top of Lamed Amadalf. Midetoni Seifa. The Seifa of the Tanakhama said, let's say a person is nervous, he needs the oil for next week. He's chayiv. You're still chayiv. Now that's not a reason. There's no tayelis for me to extinguish it. 
I, I'd rather there not be a candle there. I don't want to extinguish it. I need oil for next week. There's no tealis from extinguishing it. And still, the Mishnah said, I'm chayiv, I'm chayiv mishum mechave, you chayiv achatos. So shmamina, it must be that this Tanakama is Rabbi Yehuda. This Tanakama is the sheet of Rabbi Yehuda, that a malacha sheinetzuch legufa is chayiv. So the Gemara says that's very nice. However, Reisha, the beginning of the Mishnah, which said that, let's say you, you extinguish it because of a choyle, but my asking, what was the case of the choyle? You have a choyle who is in a sakana situation. Uh, so why'd you tell me your putter? Putter sounds like you shouldn't have done it, but your putter. Or we know that putter have a loss. This is the Rabbanan. Putter? Mutter mi boile. It should have said mutter if it's or mitzvah. If a chalish yishpasakana needs something, we do it on Shabbos. Not only is it mutter, it's, it's a mitzvah. Why would you say putter? So that doesn't make any sense. That can't be the case of the Mishnah. Viba chalish yishpasakana. Talking about stamina, a person's not feeling well, he has a headache, he's laying down on the couch, but he's fine. So then why are you putter? Chayef chatos mi boile. If you hold like Rabbi Huda, that a malacha shein suich legufa is chayev. So then, why would this not be a classic example of Malach Hashem Tzuch Lugufa? I, I extinguished the candle because I wanted it dark in the house. So what? It's Malach Hashem Tzuch Lugufa. If you go like Rabbi Yehuda, you're still chayev. Chayev chatos niboyle. So the Gemara says, La'olam, we're talking about B'choy L'shiyesh Persakana. Really, we're talk, discussing a B'choy L'shiyesh Persakana. Uvedino delisnei mutter. And you're right, they should have said mutter. It's 100% mutter. Repeat this. 100% mutter to do a melacha for a B'choy L'shiyesh Persakana. No problem. And it's mutter. So why did I choose the word putter? I should have said mutter. Very simple. Since the end of the Mishnah said chayev, so in order to contrast between chayev and not chayev, tananami reisha putter. We just talked putter. Really, it would have been mutter. Okay? I think Mar says about the tani rab oishia. Why did the Mishnah need to teach it? I mean, we know that a sakana is, is always daicha, everything. So why would the Mishnah need to teach the din? Very good. It's, it's a, that, that should have been the kasha, right? So we're going to see, I'm not going to really see this, but throughout this Gemara, you can ask the same kasha why it seems to be a chiddush. Many of the Rishonim learn that it's discussed